We continue with our football talk here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, ready to uh, be joined right now by a, a good friend of mine, good friend of my show here in Houston, and he's been covering the NFL for over four decades. He has covered every snap of Deshaun Watson's NFL career, so I thought nobody better to bring on and chop it up with uh, about Deshaun Watson and the NFL in general than the general himself. We call him that here in Houston. John McClain of the Houston Chronicle joining me. John, good evening. How are you? I'm doing great, John. How are you? I'm doing good, thanks, John. So um, how big a problem is this Deshaun Watson situation right now for the Houston Texans? Well, it's all being leaked anonymously, and until uh, Deshaun talks about it or until he tweets about it, he's not like it was put out there today, he might set out the season. Give me a break. Was Because he, he wouldn't get credit for the season, and he wouldn't make his $35 million in 2022. He'd have to make ten. He's not going to be traded, and he's not going to sit out the season. He doesn't even met his new GM, Nick Casario, who's one of the most highly respected personnel guys in the NFL. He doesn't know who the head coach is going to be. And Casario comes to Houston with his own list of candidates. And uh, so everything's still up in the air, but it makes good talk show and Internet and online fodder uh, at a time like this. Of course, in Houston, people are going crazy. Yeah, they. Are. I mean, I mean, John, you were on Twitter this morning, just like I was, and Chris Mortensen had his report, which was really, I think, just repeating some of the things that we've already heard uh, about Deshaun. So, I mean, it sounds to me like what you're saying is that for what looked like a five alarm fire this morning, it's a few, it, it's it's a few fewer alarms than a five alarm fire right now. All this could and may and might. The fact is, there is no way the Texans would trade Deshaun Watson. No way whatsoever. And as far as him being happy, we saw Nick Casario. I thought he did a terrific job in his Zoom. He was articulate. He was humble. He had a sense of humor. He has a plan. And I was very impressed with the way he talked. And I'm guessing when he talks to Watson, he'll be impressed with him. And then when they are head coach and the coordinators and the system, Watson will be pleased with that. Just remember in March of last year, all these same things. Sean Watson wants to be traded because they traded DeAndre Hopkins. And I remember reading one national report predicting he would be playing with New England this season. So just more of the same. But, hey, it's great for clicks and it's great for attention. But Watson is not going anywhere. John McClain joining me on CBS Sports Radio. I mean, John, I agree with you. He's not going anywhere. In part, he signed that big contract extension. So his leverage – from that standpoint, is is mitigated. Um, but let, let's assume for a second that he does have some degree of being disgruntled, and the reports are that he didn't get notified when Casario got hired as the general manager. If that's the case, that Deshaun, you know, the, his conversations with Cal McNair led him to believe that he would be kept apprised of things, and he found out about Casario on Twitter, does he have a right to be angry at all, do you think? If that's true, those are more anonymous sources. I want to hear Watson say it. He had a yeah. tweet when the Art Casario said, some things never change. Then he took it down. And I'll say this, and, Sean, this is my 45th year of covering the NFL. I've never seen a player consulted on a general manager hire because players don't know what personnel directors are doing behind the scenes. Coaches, you can see it. You can see the strategy. You can see the results. And Casario's now driving his ship. He'll interview who he wants to interview. He'll hire somebody, recommend him to the owner, Cal McNair, and he'll sign off on it. 
And uh, then it's, at some point, they'll be reaching out to Watson. But if Cal McNair told him, I will run this by you, and he didn't, then he deserves to be upset, of course, if that's what happened. But I want to hear right. from Watson, not from anonymous sources. John McLean joining me on the show. John, are you surprised that Eric Bieniemy is not getting any interest from the Texans, especially considering that Deshaun Watson has been very open about his feelings of Eric Bieniemy as a potential head coach? Watson was open about his decision because he was asked on a Zoom call what he thought about him. He praised the heck out of it. I asked him what he thought about Matt Eberflus. He praised the heck out of it. And Watson is the kind of kid who will praise everybody if you ask mm-hmm. him about him because that's just who he is. He he says his only goal is to win a Lombardi trophy. Nick Casario's got six of them. He's got six replicas to go with his six rings. And so I think I would be impressed by that. But um, I think that Deshaun, once he comes back to to the country, I'm guessing back to Houston because he's been out of the country on vacation, that uh, he'll come in and they'll talk to him and talk him off the ledge if indeed he's on the ledge. John, you were you mentioned it. You and I were both on the Zoom call with, with Nick Casario the other day, and it was one of the stranger introductions for a general manager in that there were two questions about Deshaun Watson. That stands to reason. There was a question about J.J. Watt. That makes sense. There were four questions about Jack Easterby, who is an executive vice president of football operations, who I would imagine a big chunk of our audience may not know unless they read that SI article that talked about a lot of mistrust behind the scenes with Jack Easterby. How does this Easterby thing play out, do you think, now that Casario is in the building there? Well, I thought there were five questions, not four, but I I thought at the time there were five. And you may be right, but it was unbelievable that Cal McNair and Casario were – it wasn't really because Casario didn't sugarcoat it. He worked with Easterby for six years, said Jack helped him on a personal level about something, and they're friends and they have a good relationship – and he will control personnel. And he'll, he said we, meaning the personnel department and the coaching staff, will get together to make the best possible personnel decision. And Easterby won't be involved in that. Now, he's the executive vice president of football ops. Everybody on the football side has an opinion on players, and they give it. Otherwise, they wouldn't be on that side. But he's made no bones about it. He likes Easterby. And Cal McNair told me weeks ago that GM would decide the fate of Easterby and Casario is make sure Jack Easterby is there. But people here don't like him. They associate him with New England. They associate him with Bill O'Brien. That's why the only place the Casario hire is not liked, because I've talked to people all over the country who've worked with him in New England, who've covered him, including our former Sports Radio 610 buddy Ted Johnson has said, I think he's going to be a great general manager, but people in here don't like it because he's friends with Easterby and because he came from New England. John McClain joining me on CBS Sports Radio. John, I think if you look at New England um, and you look at J.J. Watt, if J.J. Watt had the profile he has right now and he were playing for Bill Belichick, there's a good chance of Bill Bel- there's a good chance Belichick might have moved on from J.J. a year ago, let alone getting to the point where he's in the last year of his deal just because of how Belichick kind of 
you know, handles and treats players and swaps them out, you know, tries to, you know, buy low and sell high, that kind of thing. With that in mind, now that we know who the general manager of the Texans is going to be, it's going to be Nick Casario. You've been steadfast all along that you think J.J. Watt is going to be back next year. Now that Nick Casario is the GM, do you still feel as strongly about that? Well, first of all, I never thought they'd go back to the New England well. I never put Casario on my list of candidates. I got a couple of them right, but not Casario. But that's the way the Patriots do business. Now, he wants us to think, you know, he's going to be true to himself. He's going to, there's going to be a Houston way. And, but if he operates the way they do with the Patriots, Watt will be gone or he'll have a restructured contract or take a pay cut. And I know he's not going to take a pay cut. I thought all along he'd get like a restructured deal, give him a one year extension, the lowest cap figure. But if indeed Casario does it that way, then J.J. Watt will be traded. And if he is, I hope it's to Pittsburgh so he can be with his brothers. God, John, how's that going to go if J.J. Watt gets traded? I mean, this <laughs> you're here. You know this town's ready. They're ready to burn the stadium down right now because of rumors about Deshaun being disgruntled. If they trade J.J. Watt, holy crap. Well, first of all, it'll all be blamed on Jack Easterby, even yeah. though it'll be it'll – be, uh, uh, Nick Casario doing it. But anything that happens to the Texans negative is going to be blamed on Easterby, including when they start losing. Uh, it's raining like crazy here, and I'm sure it's Easterby's fault. But what I think if they were going to do that, if J.J. would come out and ask to be traded and say he'd like to go to uh, Pittsburgh, I think fans here would, would understand it. And uh, But I don't know that Watt will do that. That doesn't seem his, seem like his M.O., based on everything we know about him over these last 10 years. John, we got about a minute left. I want to circle back to Deshaun because that's the biggest story going on here right now. And do you think, look, I know you, you said he's not going to be traded. I agree with you. Um, Deshaun's not going to hold out this season. I agree with you on that. Deshaun, if he's as mad as people say he is, though, does he have any sort of recourse to at least make things uncomfortable for the Texans in some way? And do you think he's wired to even do that? Well, you and I have covered him since he got here, and I would say no. He keeps talking yeah. about he wants to win. He wants the Lombardi Trophy. Well, if you're trying to hurt the team somehow by holding out or not showing up, does that mean you're doing everything you can to win, especially when you have a $156 million contract? Knowing Watson the way we do, uh, somehow it'll all be blown over like it did after the Hopkins trade. He didn't like that. Watt didn't like it. Nobody liked it. And Bill O'Brien got roasted for it and still does get roasted for it. But I think, based on what I've heard about Casario, he'll be able to smooth it over. What he ought to get, when the Bucks are out of the playoffs, have Tom Brady call Watson and talk to him about Casario. Okay, there you go. And you get a reference from, uh, from Tom Brady, from the GOAT, as they say. Uh, John McClain. John McClain is the GOAT, too. He's the general, and uh, appreciate, uh, appreciate him jumping in. John, really appreciate you making time on a Sunday evening. Get back to watching football, and uh, I'll talk to you on uh, Wednesday here locally on the show. Sean, thank you very much, and I look forward to it. All right, good stuff, John. John McClain joining us here on CBS Sports Radio.